The C-Suite is a podcast about sharing entrepreneurship stories and illuminating financial concepts in a way that speaks to who we are as creatives, as small business owners, as entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, not as finance executives. Each episode features one finance term that is explained through career stories in conversation with friends. So join me as we dive into the highly personal stories that bring finance to life. Because you can do this. You can learn to understand it intuitively. And when we do that and put new ideas into context, that's when we can learn, plan, and thrive. Welcome to the C-Suite with Catherine. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the C-Suite with Catherine. I'm so glad you're here. I have been teasing something on the Cashflow for Creatives Instagram for a few days, and I wanted to get down to a little bit of the backstory behind it because one, I am so excited to bring this to you. Two, I really can't wait until we're able to launch. And three, I think it's going to really change the way that this community can show up and engage with, at the end of the day, exactly what I'm trying to do here for all of us. So let's step back a second, and I want to share a short story with you about how and why I got here. If you've listened to some other episodes, you may have listened to some of the solo episodes that I've done talking about my background, my career, and how and why I came into this small business owner community. So going way back, I'm 12, 13 years old, and my mom finds herself suddenly a single mom of two. She really hadn't worked in about 13, 12, 13 years, you know, since she was expecting me. That's when she stopped working. And she found herself single and facing a new chapter in her life. And she had to figure out what was going to come next for her. That was really tough for me to see as a young girl. I quickly realized, whoa, this financial independence business seems really important and also a huge part of our identity. So as a kid, I watched my mom figure it out and you know create a life for herself. And today she's a teacher and she loves what she does and she's thriving, but it's been a long road to get there. And so as a kid, I saw an example really of, oh boy, I want to try to get ahead of this challenge. I want to see if I can't become financially independent and in control of my destiny as early as possible. And so what does that look like? So fast forward many years later, and I'm working in the fashion industry in magazines, doing my thing in New York City. And I start to realize, you know what? It feels like you're kind of at the mercy of your employer. And so the idea of working for myself became very interesting I knew from a very early age that I wanted to be as in control as I possibly could of everything in my life. Now, maybe that was, I was a old, I was oldest daughter, child of a divorced family, and I kind of wanted to control what I had going on in my life. Long story short, it put me into a community of entrepreneurs at a time in entrepreneurship when there was a lot of that going on. Now we've come out of that period and we're going away from big, supercharged companies that are backed by a ton of investor funds and like 
all this intensity of the girl boss era and shifting back to why small businesses are really the background, the backbone, really the backbone of our economy. There are 12 million woman-owned small businesses in the U.S. And on average, each one of those has less than one employee. Okay, so let's think about that. That means that the vast majority of small businesses, specifically ones owned by women, don't have teams. They don't have more than the founder, the business owner, the sole proprietor, the CEO, CFO, COO, everything, chief, everything officer at work in the business. And so I started to realize, and I saw this specifically first through being exposed to fashion designers because that's who I was around when I started my first company, a shopping website. I was engaging with and communicating with young emerging fashion designers who all faced the same challenges. Now, I got really interested in their challenges, and that's what inspired me to go to business school to get really the financial background, which I didn't have at all, and come back into the fashion industry to help designers, creatives understand how to learn about the money in their businesses. So in the end, they could be better visionaries, better employers, and more equipped to create sustainable businesses that drove value for themselves, their customers, their people all over. And so wherever you are in whatever industry you're in, if you're a small business owner, we know you're wearing a lot of hats. What that actually shakes out to be is there's so much to do in the doing of the content of your business, whatever that is. If you're selling products, if you're delivering a service, there's so much labor in just the doing of what you do that to also have the time, the bandwidth, the exposure, and the resources to get the financial skill set necessary to really be able to confidently and calmly plan and grow a business, it's just kind of beyond reach. So I've been at this thing, Cashflow for Creatives, our courses and community and trainings and events. I've been at this now for almost three years. And we've created amazing tools. We've created amazing change and impact in people's lives. But what I've started to realize is that I'm hitting a little bit of a wall. And what I want to encourage you as a takeaway from this episode is everybody sometimes needs to pivot. So I started to realize that while I was so excited to talk about financial literacy and to walk people through spreadsheets and definitions and frameworks and all this stuff that I find so empowering and so exciting, I started to realize that people were interested, but they were kind of scared. And I've said this before on a previous episode that when I do one-on-one work with business owners, whether they're in my you know long-term one-on-one coaching practices or I do advisory services or it's a one-off call with somebody who's just, you know, I've met somewhere and, and they've, they're having a particular business challenge and we're talking, everybody kind of presents in the same way. They say, Catherine, don't judge me or I'm really stressed out about this. And I look and they have a very normal functioning business. I'm like, I'm really, I'm really scared. I feel shame. I started to realize that the last thing people wanted to do was look at the finances in their business. The last thing 
even people who knew they were running great businesses were like, oh, oh, I don't want to touch it. I'd rather go to the doctor. I'd rather do literally anything else than learn about the numbers in my business. And so it's one of those things like we know we need to do it, but it's when you're already maxed out, when you're one of the 12 million women business owners in the US who don't have one whole employee, you've got other stuff to do than this. And I get that. So I stepped back and started to reflect on something big. Here's the deal. If my community learns some of the financial tools that I've put in a lot of our materials, that's great. However, I'm starting to realize, I started to realize, that even these lessons that I think are so powerful, if they're being implemented in essentially a vacuum, then they're not really going to drive value for the business owner. The learning is good. The learning will help, but there's so much more to planning and growing a business as a business owner than just the numbers. So I took a big step back and started to think, what would make my people feel empowered? What could help them feel as excited and confident as they do when we get off of a one-on-one call, but at scale? So I took a step back and started to realize that Gosh, there's a lot to cover when you're running a business. When when it's you and you're sitting there and you're thinking about, how am I going to answer this question from this lawyer? How am I going to answer this question about my taxes? How am I going to answer this question about, do we have a sales tax license to sell at an event? There is a step-by-step guide about how to plan and grow a business. And I realized I was keeping it all to myself. So I've taken a big step back and been developing a new program backed by an actual thing. So I'm a product person. I love stuff. I love shipping. I love warehouses. I love beautiful packaging. And I was missing that in this business. And then additionally, some of this knowledge is like really kind of hard to grasp. I might think it's easy and empowering in a spreadsheet, but this is a language. Learning about the money and the finances behind a small business is really learning a new language. So if you were learning French, You wouldn't just dive right into an advanced French class. No, you'd start with the basics. I was in love with trying to teach an advanced French class. So I want to tell you about what is coming up and will be shoppable later this month, and it's called the Small Business Planner. So the Small Business Planner is the step-by-step guide about exactly how to plan and grow the business of your dreams. There are a lot of digital courses today, which is great. It's one of the fastest growing segments of our economy. And I love being able to have a question and find valuable content from creators all over the world. But when you're actually running a business, it's a little tough in the moment to go, I need to learn about sales tax. Where am I possibly going to go to learn about that? And so that's why sales tax, just an example, is one of the many chapters inside the Small Business Planner. So this is a beautiful planner binder where there are sections for everything. It's step-by-step. There are placeholders where you are meant to put certain documents based on the type of business you have. There are worksheets, there are guides, and all of it comes back to some of my core values and what I know that you share 
as a business owner. It's really a keepsake. It's a place to hold your intentions. It's a place to organize your documents, whether that's related to insurance or related to your vision for the future. Or it's your formation documents from the government, which inevitably you need pretty often. And sometimes you're like, where did I even put that? So this is a resource designed to ground you in your mission, in your focus, and to give you a beautiful, thoughtful place to sit with and learn about the best practices for structuring your business, structuring your future, planning and growing your vision. And it also comes with a digital course companion. So you can sit at your own pace, go through the planner binder, learn about the different areas that you want to improve upon or just start to understand. And then when you're ready to go deeper, you can log on to the digital course companion for video lessons from me, tutorial worksheets, downloads, spreadsheets, all the tools that I've been focusing on building so far, but that I think may have just been a little scary. So I'm so excited to share this. I'll be sharing a little bit more about the process and the other small businesses that I worked with in putting this together in the next couple of weeks. I'll keep you posted about when it's ready to launch and shop. And in the meantime, I'm going to link below in the show notes, a link where you can actually go now and get a free excerpt chapter that comes with a download and everything. You can print it out. There's a worksheet and it'll give you a little sneak peek into what the small business planner is all about. So I'll put that link below. Thank you so much for listening. And again, I can't wait to share this with you. It came from my own realization that this stuff is just too scary. So I've repackaged it into something that is approachable, empowering, and at the end of the day, designed for you. I can't wait to share it with you. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The C-Suite with Catherine, your friendly source for small business finance and career guidance through stories. I've linked all the resources that we talked about in this episode in the show notes below, and I can't wait for our next episode together. Thank you so much for being here. Take care. Take care.